going to do the uh, review of the Sicha in Chelek Yud Aleph, in the portion of Shmois, the second Sicha. And the Rebbe is going to discuss the uh, Chiddush of the Geula through Mashiach, which is the final Geula, which is after all the Golos, and the Geula, and the Geula of Moshe Rabbeinu in this Parsha, in Parsha Shmois, in which... Um, Moshe Rabbeinu is sent by Hashem to um, take out the Bnei Yisrael from Mitzrayim. Now we actually find that uh, the Medrash says that um, he was going to, he asked Hashem that uh, he should, when Hashem was trying to insist that Moshe Rabbeinu uh, take them out, so Moshe Rabbeinu was looking for all kinds of ways out, so to speak. So he said, why don't you just send in the hands of Mashiach, which you're going to send later on. So there is a strong connection between Moshe Rabbeinu and Mashiach, as the Rebbe is going to speak about the level of Torah. But basically Mashiach brings out the advantage of Moshe Rabbeinu, as the Rebbe is going to explain, but there's a very strong connection, and yet the impact that Mashiach does is after all the trials and tribulation of the Golus to be Mezachich, the world, and then you're Zeichet to the greatest Aliyah that Mashiach brings about, but he brings it about through Moshe Rabbeinu. So it's basically, you have Moshe Rabbeinu involved with it, but the one who actually brings it out is... Um, is Mashiach. So, so the Rebbe begins with um, with the Pasik in the Parsha, which is Perik Vav Pasik Yud Gimel. So the Pasik says that when Hashem was trying to send Moshe Rabbeinu, asking Moshe to go, he met him by the burning bush and he was asking him to go and take out the Bnei Yisrael. So Moshe Rabbeinu answered, Shlach no biyad tishlach. Please send in the hand that you will send. Who is it the hand? Who is Moshe Rabbeinu talking about? He says, send it, please, in the hand of the one that you will send. So the Medrash explains that Moshe was saying before Hashem, Rabbeinu Shalom, master of the universe, why don't you send in the hand of the one that you're eventually going to send? In the hands of Mashiach, who is in the destiny is going to be revealed. Mashiach is going to take them out from the last Golos. Why doesn't he take them out from this Golos? But Hashem didn't accept Moshe's request because Hashem wanted that Moshe should be the Shaliach, he should be the angel to take out the Bnei Yisrael. Uh, Hashem was asking Moshe, Moshe said to send Mashiach, but Mashiach said, but David said no. He wants Mashiach to be later on, now Moshe Rabbeinu. So we see that there's a connection between Moshe and Mashiach. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu asked that who should take them out of Mitzrayim should be Mashiach. Uh, he was supposed to take them out, but he wanted to give it to Mashiach. But yet, we see that 
Mitzis Mitzrayim was supposed to take place through Moshe Rabbeinu, and Mashiach is specifically taking the Eden out from the last Godel. So this is we're going to see the difference. So, the Rebbe says we can also see there's something very interesting. Uh, there's a statement of our sages that say that Moshe, who goyel rishen, who goyel achren, that he is the first redeemer and he's the last redeemer. So this is in, uh, in the Zoyar, in the Medrash Rabbe. What does it mean, Moshe is the first redeemer and Moshe is the last redeemer? Now, if Moshe and Mashiach were from the same tribe, you can say, oh, Moshe was that, then he was a sort of a, in his descendant, Mashiach would be. But no, they come from totally two different tri- tribes. Because Moshe is from the tribe of Levi, and Mashiach is from the tribe of Yehuda. So there is no physical lineage over there between Moshe between Mashiach and Moshe. But what it means is that Moshe Rabbeinu, who is the first redeemer, his merit is to redeem the Bnei Yisrael from the second, uh, from the last Golos as well. And he's going to bring about the Geula in actuality. What does this mean? What it means is that it is actually Moshiach. And that is going to bring is the first and the most of the greatness of the Melech Mashiach. By Melech Mashiach, when we talk about what is the sign for Mashiach, it says, He would study Torah. And that means that the power that he has to become the redeemer of the Yidden is through the Torah. What powers does Mashiach have? Torah. Who is the author of Torah? Who gave us Torah? It's Torah's Mashiach. The same thing is, who gives the Yidin the power to bring the future redemption through their service is through Torah, as the Rebbe will explain later on. So basically it's all connected through Torah. And you can see the connection between Moshe and Mashiach, because Mashiach's coming is referred to as Yavai Shiloi. In the Pasuk in Vayichi, it says, At ki Shiloi. When Shiloi will come, that's the Melech HaMashiach. The words Yovoi Shiloi, Yovoi Shiloi together, is the Gematria numerical value of Mashiach. Equals Mashiach. Yovoi Shiloi equals Mashiach. Now, Shiloi itself is the Gematria Moshe. That's 345. Like Shiloi. So Yavoi Shiloi means like Moshe will come. Which means Moshe will be revealed. Which means when Mashiach will be revealed. And he will come. Then that becomes Mashiach. 
So you have Moshe beforehand. So Shiloh is Yumatri Moshe, which means there is already Shiloh. Then Yavoi Shiloh. Shiloh will come, which means when Shiloh, when Moshe comes, when Moshe is revealed, when the Torah's Moshe is in this gala, that means Yavoi, then it becomes Mashiach. Who is the one that gives Yavoi Mashiach? That's Moshe. Shiloh is the one that brings about Yav Mashiach. Just like the word Yavoi come, Yavoi is also 13, Echod. It's the Gematra, the name was Echod, which is 13. So, just like Moshe and Yavoi equals Mashiach, so Moshe, the, uh, the previous rabbi says, if you combine it with Echod, equals Mashiach. So that means that Mashiach's coming in actuality comes through Echod. As Rebbe will explain, what is Echod? When we work with Echod, we unite the world. And the Rebbe explains Echod means that we make the world into a place that even in the Gashmis of the world, which is the Chiddush really what is accomplished with this Golos, that even in the physicality of the world, where there is Aleph Chesdal, as the Rebbe will explain, there is seven skies in the earth, there's four corners of the world, you still bring the Aleph in there. So the Echod, that Koyach we have, is from Moshe. So when Moshe Rabbeinu's Yavoy, when he comes, when Mashiach comes, together with the Echod, uh, Echod is the word, the work that we do, Together with Moshe, becomes Yavu Yishilai. Together is Echod. Echod and Moshe. And Echod and Moshe brings Mashiach. And this is what the Rebbe is going to explain, what the idea of Echod is, and how all this brings about the idea of Mashiach. The Rebbe wants to bring about, out that, the accomplishment in the world that takes place. Notwithstanding, we had the Gulas Mitzrayim, and basically the Rebbe discussing three periods. We had the Gulas Mitzrayim. That came after uh, Golos Mitzrayim. That was the first redemption. We're talking our Parsha. Now, after that, there was Matan Torah. And after that, the Yidden made the sin of Diego. And then we're waiting for Mashiach eventually for the final redemption, because the first two base amygdalas didn't last. So let's see inside. Oh, it's base. So the Rebbe continues like this. That really, when the world was created, Hashem created never a perfect world. So the world started off perfect. What happened? Then we had the sin of Eitzadas. Tree of knowledge when Adam and Chava ate from the tree. And then what happened was that the Nachosh had to do with Chava, and that brought about a Zuhamo, that brought a, uh, a dirty uh, kind of a uh, into the world. It brought a Zuhamo. And a filth, it brought a filth into the world. 
So now that there's a filth in the world, so instead of the world being in its wholesomeness in its complete form, so now it's descended until the time of Matan Torah. After Matan Torah, which was one process, then the Yidin were elevated from that descent. Because when the Yidin stood at Har Sinai, that filth stopped. So that was one elevation. But then, so the Rebbe is going to say, that elevation remained there for later on also. But then later on, they made another mistake. And again, they became filthy. Again, there was Azuma when they did the sin of the eagle. And that filth is still there until the future redemption when Hashem's promise that Ruach Hatum Avi Minoritz, I will remove the spirit of impurity from the world, totally, the world will be sorted out, it will be refined, it will be elevated in the total sorting and refinement and elevation. So, these all descents have a purpose. We know whenever there is a descent, it's Yurida Tzorach It's a descent for the purpose of an elevation. Which means that what is the purpose of the descent of the previous uh, descent? It's for the purpose of the future elevation that comes through descent. So, that means that if there is a descent, so the elevation has to be higher than the descent, because if it only goes back to where it came from, you didn't accomplish anything. So it means that it was the higher madriga. So that means that what the Yidin received after Matan Torah was greater than what they had before the Eitz Hadas. Because before the Eitz the world was Al-Miluya Nivra. It went down, and then it goes up in Matan Matan gave it a greater Madrigan. The same thing is true in the future redemption. That after we got to, to filthy again with the sin of the Eitz of uh, Egel, um, that there's going to be a greater elevation by Mashiach, even greater than the elevation of Matan Torah, because we're already at the higher level of Matan Torah, and then we descended, and then we're going up higher. And what, what it does is, it's a, it's, a, it's a much higher, in other words, the elevation that we can expect when Mashiach comes is a much higher elevation than was before. In all aspects, first of all, the light from Hashem that will come down to the world will be with more force. And also, we will turn to Hashem, we will be elevated from below to above with more force. More force. So, you see the same thing if you examine the elevation that took place by Matan Torah. What was the elevation of Matan Torah? What did it accomplish? I mean, there, there were mitzvahs beforehand. Uh, the Rambam says Odom Arishan had six mitzvahs. 
Noyach got Eva Minachai, etc. Abram was told more, Yitzchok more, Yaakov more. There were mitzvahs all along. And actually, our sages tell us that others fulfilled all the mitzvahs before it was given. So, but what was accomplished with Matan Torah? Not only that there is a great advantage and additional power in the mitzvahs themselves, but what we learned in the Sicha, in the Sicha Aleph, over there we learned Ubono Bacharto, that Hashem chose us, that what came up through Matan Torah was Bechiris Hashem. that comes from the essence of Hashem. The Rebbe puts the note to the Sikha we learned in in uh, in Yudalof Sikha Aleph that it was the whole level of Bechira. Bechira comes from the level of Atzmus, from a higher level. So the same thing is also um, as far as the level of the Bnei Yisrael war before and after. So that even though that after they sinned, they got filthy again, they got the zuam again, but it's still the filth isn't as so much like before Matan Torah, because the advantage of poskas umosna of Matan Torah was on a higher level than they were before Eitzadah. So it means that it penetrated more. So there was something left over from that aliyah that they got with Matan Torah even after their descent. And the same thing is true in the future redemption in which Moshe will teach Torah for Obnei Yisrael the teaching of Mashiach. Similar to the elevation of Matan Torah. That we have an advantage in the Torah that Mashiach is going to teach, even of the advantages that was Matan Torah. In both sides of it, from above we'll have a greater revelation, and from below we'll have a greater, the world will be elevated. Before um, Matan Torah there was a greater filth then. How come Mashiach takes much longer now? Because we have a lot of work to do in order to get the, as the Rebbe will continue in the Sikha, that we have a lot of work that we need to do now to get to that higher level. So our descent is a great descent, but the descent is for the purpose of an elevation, and there is a greater elevation to come, so it takes a long time for us to accomplish what we need to accomplish in order to get to the greater descent, the greater elevation. So the Rebbe explains that from the Tanya it says that the Matan Torah, the Yid were able to actually see Hashem vividly. But it was only a me'ain, it was only a, a, a small amount from what's really going to be visible in the future to come when Mashiach comes. So it's understood that when the Pasuk says that God will reveal that the, the blessed light that Yisof will come revealed it's greater than the revelation of the gods of Matan Torah because over there it's only Me'ain it's a little bit of it so A from Hashem's perspective the revelation was greater 
will be greater when Mashiach comes. And also, as far as the Bnei Yisrael, the world comes, so in the future, Hashem gives the promise, that there's going to be a removal, there will be no more evil at all. Totally be removed. Because by Matan Torah, even though it will stop the filth, but there was still a possibility that it'll come back as it did through the Chet Egel. So it means after Matan Torah, they were elevated, but the elevation that was done was like forced upon it from something else. The world itself wasn't purified. Hashem pushed down, gave a revelation into the world. So what happened? So it's like in the presence of the greatness of Hashem, Everybody was accepting. But what happens when the shofar blows, you can go back up to the mountain. Because once that force of Hashem that was revealed in Matan Torah stopped, then people can go back into their ways and they can have back that filth in them. But when Mashiach will come, there will be no more. Which means the world itself is going to be on a different level. And that's why it's going to be for eternity. There's not going to be shaykhs to come back because it's not going to be around anymore. There isn't going to be any zuama at all. Um, so, the problem is, the, the, the situation is, why do we have all these descents? We have it in order to grade the greater aliyah. Uh, when we were zoichet to Matan Torah, we had to have first the forefathers do the mitzvahs, then we needed to have go through Mitzrayim, the Kura Barzil. They prepared the Bnei Yisrael, they should be able to receive the revelation of Matan Torah. We, in order to receive the revelation that Mashiach is going to be, so that the world itself should sense it, that is going to come to Gula Asida that we need our work now. And basically the Rebbe is going to explain our work now is to take the world because of the world to refine it. Not to refine the world by just pushing on it something else but that the world itself is going to be changed. The world itself is going to be refined. And the Rebbe is going to explain this is the difference between Yochid and Echot. We say, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elekeinu, Hashem Echot. What do we say, Echot? Echot means one. Could be one, but it could be two. When you say Yochid, means only, nothing else. Why do we say Echot? But the Rebbe says specifically, when you say Yochid, that is only Hashem, that means there's nothing else there. That's not the true unity of Hashem. Echot means, even though you see a world, and still the world is subjugated to Hashem, you can find Hashem within the world. That's a higher level. Let's see. Let me explain like this. The question is, when we say Shema Yisrael, it would be seemingly fitting to say Hashem Yochit. Because the word Echad doesn't really show the, the unity of Hashem. Because sometimes you can say one and a second one. So, why don't we say, use the word Yochit? Because that, the explanation is because that actually is the true unity of Hashem it's, you can't tell the unity of Hashem by rejecting the world. That there is no world. That is only Hashem. That doesn't really speak of Hashem's real unity. 
Hashem's unity is when there is an existence of the world, and yet you can sense godliness in the world that it's not really an independent existence. That expresses the true unity of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's the idea of Echod. That even when there is an existence of the world, nevertheless, it's still connected with Hashem, blessed in total unity, as we see in the three letters of the word Echod. Because the Dalit represents the four corners of the world, the Ches represents the seven heavens and the earth, and the Aleph represents HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Aluf the master of the universe. And what is the meaning of the word Echod? That we have to draw down and reveal the godliness, which is in the letter Aleph, in the world which is hinted in the words in the letters Ches and Dalit. That also in the world which is Helen, which blocks and obscures as it is in its own existence, its own limitations, that itself in its own should sense that this whole existence is the master of the world. You want the Ches and the Dalit to feel that it's only Aleph. And that's why the Aleph in the word Echod, which represents the Lakus, is the first letter and Every, all the letters are enclosed in it because it's the Aleph, which the following letters are included. And the Chez and Dalet, that hint to the world, are included in the Aleph because the Aleph is the, the main. You find the Aleph in the Chez and Dalet. So, how could the world accomplish that? That's why we have to prepare the world. We want the world is going to see Hashem is the master of the world, even in the world. That's what we're doing Torah mitzvahs now, Matan Torah, that we should use the Matan Torah and we should make a dwelling place for Hashem. So, that will be given, uh, that power, is not just that those, that will be used to make the world into a place for Hashem's dwelling place, but the revelation of the godliness that was in Matan Torah and the level of the world at that time they gave the power for to be able to purify and sort out the world for the future so what happened was it was a two step process at Matan Torah the world was boom, taken away from its existence because there was such a powerful revelation from above, so everything was in this battle. It was felt in the world itself, but it didn't come from the world. But nothing existed, the bird did not, the, this, our sages tell the birds did not chirp. The world was quiet, everything. But even though the world itself, in its own limitations, in its own boundaries, wasn't fit to receive such a great light of Matan but what happened was it was this battle. It was nullified from its limitation because of the revelation. So that allowed, that battle that took place then allowed, or that took place in Matan Torah, that later on the world should be able to be sorted out and purified until the world would become a vessel. So they needed to first have this battle, the general battle that took place in Matan Torah, and then later on we can work with the world and purify it. So now we understand why Moshe with the word Echot equals Mashiach. Because the idea of Moshe, Matan Torah, gives us the power for the service to sort out and purify the world in a way of Echot. Moshe loves Echot. And that service is within the power of Moshe, that it's with the power that we do with Moshe's power, brings the ultimate Geula, 
future Gula, which is equals Mashiach. So now we understand why Moshe Mashiach is connected, because the future redemption actually is going to come through Mashiach, but it's going to come with the power of Moshe, because it's from him and through him that the possibility was given to bring close and to bring the revelation of Mashiach. But on the other hand, we also know there's a difference between them. Because even though that Moshe is the redeemer of the Eden, but the ultimate goal, enslavement and the exile of Mitzrayim, and the redemption and the Eden going out of Mitzrayim, was Matan Torah, to give the Torah. Like we say, that was Matan Torah. And Matan Torah is Moshe Rabbeinu. In addition to Hashem choosing the Bnei Israel, we said before, but it was Matan Torah. So that gives the power for the service to later on sort out the world, which is the idea of Mashiach, which is the end of the sorting out and the refinement and the main service that follows when the world will become sorted out and uh, purified. So what does this have to do with a person's avoid? A person is also a small world. So the same, similar to the way the order in the world is, so is like by each one and one and every day and day. Person goes out to do his work, says a person goes out in the morning till the evening, and then he says, I put my spirit in your hand. The next day he becomes like a new creation, starts a new service. So these are new elevations. The service of the day begins with davening and learning. You go to Beis HaKnesis, you go to Beis HaMedrash, from Beis HaKnesis, Beis HaMedrash, so you also get the Koyach to work with the world from the davening. Your godly soul expands into the body through the davening, and you can dominate the Yetzir Hora and the part in the world through the Torah, which is sort of a spice for the Yetzir Hora to fix, to go against the Yetzir Hora, and literally means Torah is a hero, gives you the instruction, tells you what to do in all your ways. So that's the opening of the day. But then you gotta go out actually in the world. You gotta go and do your business, meaning the the way of the world. And the Rambam says that, extend the Rambam says that Chokham needs to be recognized when he eats, when he drinks. So that means that every matter should be recognizable that he is the Chokham who has the eyes in his head and he is the going to he quotes a posse here which is a, um, a posse in Kahelas that he escapes the, the with his wisdom he protects his small city so that means that he is able to protect from the gates of horror from Nefshah Bahamis The Chad is the Ches Dalet, the Echod. The Ches Dalet is subjugated to the Aleph, to the Aleph that starts off, to Aluf Shaloilo, that comes through the level of Aleph Chachachma. So that's where we start.
So when, so that's the way he starts after the completion of the day, when the person makes an honest accounting of his service during the daytime. So again, his mission is emphasized again to continue with the Aleph in all matters of the world. And that's why he said, What is the idea of Emes? Emes is similar to the word Echod. As we say, Emes Hashem Le'olam. The, the Shalmi says that Hashem's seal is Emes because these three letters of Emes, the Aleph is the first letter of all the letters, the Mem is the middle letter, and the Sof is the last of all the letters. We say, That means that all matters of the world, from one from one point to the other point should be revealed and reach and understand Emes Hashem, the truth of Hashem. Hashem is the master of the world and that is from Hashem's true existence that everything else has become into being. And that's why in some Svarim it says that when you take away the word Aleph from the word Emes, then you have Mes, dead, which is the opposite of Chaim. So you need the Alufish Oilam to be there Everything needs Hashem's chayas, and only that way you have emes. Just like generally through Matan Torah, the koyach was given through to sort out and to purify the world, so by the individual service of each one, by sorting out and purifying his portion of the world, by doing his service as he's commanded in the level of Moshe, you come to the Gula Mitzvah Mashiach Bagol Ledan, for the Sikhah Zachar Shapesh Chotov Shin